We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's hour two of the G-Bag Nation 105.3. The fan, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, we are going to be talking Mavs coming up here. I, I know they, they play tonight against the Wizards, but, uh, you know, Mavs trade deadline primer. If you haven't seen it, a great article today uh, written by Tim Cato in The Athletic, sort of talking about a, a little bit of a catch-22 between a rock and a hard place and how should the Mavs best negotiate this trade di- deadline? We'll set expectations. That Mavs conversation is coming up at 440. Between now and then, it's uh, a lot of NFL with lessons about the Cowboys and looking forward to the uh, conference championship weekend. And here is Zach Wolchuk for a discussion on three different ways you could fix the Cowboys. <laughs> here he is. Let me ask you guys. Bijan Robinson. About this name. Not oh. Bijan. Oh, sorry. Draft a quarterback. Uh, and yeah. this is going to be. <laughs> if it ain't Bijan, then I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Bijan, I think, could play quarterback if you had to. He might be able to do it. Put your best Say cornerback. All of them. Quarterback. Oh, you put a D in quarter. Quarterback. All like of them. that. Quarterback. Uh, and this is going to be courtesy of CBS Sports. But I got one as we were just talking about like how to fix Dak Prescott. Just outside the box thinking here. There happens to be a guy that got the most out of him that is not employed right now. Schman Schmitna? No. Hmm. And that guy I don't think is realistic because he's kind of dealing with a lot right now uh, yeah, with his he, son he, Jalen. He's dealing with a lot. And yeah. we talked about that on our show, and, and I don't know that, that John's uh, going to be going back to coaching this year. What about as a quarterback coach at the least? He's got offensive coordinator experience. Dan Mullen? Dan Mullen. Okay. He knows the guy. What about Dan Mullen? Former head coach in Mississippi State, Florida. He is currently unemployed. He's been a quarterback coach at multiple stops. I think he was the quarterback coach for Alex Smith at Utah under Urban Meyer. There is a chance that he is going to end up at Alabama. Oh, it's the new they offensive just, coordinator. Yeah, they just Bill O'Brien just took the New England Patriots job. Yes. Wait, the Patriots aren't going with a rocket scientist and a uh, special teams coach to be their play callers? No, they went with uh, Bill O'Butchin. We're thinking wow. inside the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Now, Dan, Mil- Dan Mullen would word. be a fantastic hire <laughs> for Nick Saban, who knows him very well. But former Urban Meyer guy and did a great job with Dak and Mississippi State. I just wonder, you have the familiarity there. Somebody yeah. that knows him, knows Ooh. how knows how he ticks, right? Knows how to get the most out of him. Just wanted to throw his name out there. I don't know if it's realistic or whatsoever. Uh, you know, I've liked the name in the past. Um, you know, I I would wonder with with Dan Mullen how much of it is getting Dak on the run. Now, if we want to talk about it, thirty years old, making Dak more and more of a running quarterback, I'm here for it. 
You know, I, I think with the two years left on the contract, you're evaluating whether or not. And at 30 years, you, you saw the other day, he can still run. So if, if, if Dan Mullen's thinking like the path to success is going back to the future and play more like college Dak, I think that would be awesome. You know, be, beyond that, I, I don't have a great idea of what Dan Mullen's going to bring to the table in the NFL level to, to really feel like I have much of an opinion on it other than that. How about a best friend? No, I don't want another bestie. Oh, no, 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 no. Hear me out on this one. He's the quarterback's coach. Yeah. He's not the OC. Right. Okay? So he's the guy that when the OC is drawing stuff up and talking about stuff, that now Dak has somebody that he's completely, and not that he's not comfortable with Doug Nussmeyer and all that, but maybe, I mean, Dan Mullen was the guy that recruited Dak Prescott to Mississippi State. He didn't. He, he knows all the warts. He knows all the problems. Like spring break and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, maybe is Dan I mean, Mullen and I say committing for, to be a quarterback's coach? But, but In the NFL, maybe. But see, that's what I'm saying. Dan Mullen's still getting paid by Florida. Yeah, and ESPN. I mean, he's... But that's what I'm saying. I mean, no, he's getting paid. So if you take him on as the, quarters, or the quarterback coach, I, I'm just saying for Dak, for somebody that he has this, this like, relationship with. Yeah. That, like, could say, okay... You know, Dan Mullen, you watch what he I, – I remember an LSU game where Dak ran for like 300 yards yeah. against LSU in a game. You know, didn't throw the ball. I mean, it was great throwing. But Dan knows the issues that that he deals with, that 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 uh, Dak deals with. Maybe he can help him be that – you know, maybe that guy, He you know, he could – while the OC's trying to put things in, Dan could be the guy like, okay, this is what we're talking about here. This is what you need to think about. Yeah. You know? That whisperer, the guy that you know that knows better or knows not better knows best about the guy. Right. I, I, mean, I like the name. I like I'm the not name. asking like to be it. an OC. I'm asking to be the quarterback. Yeah, because coach. I think it could be a big jump, right, to go from you know not being employed and have been at the college level. All of a sudden, now you're offense coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. But as a quarterback coach, maybe it makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, and I don't look know. What if, look what Brian Greasy's done at San Francisco. Absolutely. Brian Greasy went from the Monday night booth to he's the quarterback coach in San Francisco. How many quarterbacks have they played with this year? Sure. Maybe maybe that's what maybe that's what something you need somebody like that. Well, I mean I mean Greasy's a quarterback lifer. It's in his blood. It's who he is. It's what he does. I honestly don't know the level of which we describe Dan Mullen as like a quarterback whisperer. I I'm not totally sure. Is he an offensive coordinator because he was an O line coach? Or is he an offensive well, he was a quarterback coach. coach. Yeah. Okay, so and he's then been... evolved to being an OC. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Well, then that's that's certainly good news. I like the idea. I certainly like the name Dan Mullen thrown at me much more than these Schottenheimers I keep getting pegged with. Yeah. You're gonna. It's he's got to get outside the friend bubble. Yeah, the Dan Quinn thing proved to you if you get outside the friend bubble, you can do some good. Yeah. I also don't mind the name, and I don't know if Mark Sanchez wants to coach, but we got that texted in. We know Mark Sanchez and Dak had a good relationship. That, relationship. Might, that might be too close to being friends, but that's definitely the guy that helped him his rookie well, year. We interviewed Mark, and he talked about he still texts Dan. Uh, Dan. He still texts Dak every day, talks right. to him about stuff. Yeah. So you take the snap under center, you go to hand it off to the running back, but you don't, don't. take it yourself. You no run butts. right up your quarterback's ass or your, your, your guard's ass and you we don't want the football. Don't want both of them. That's how you want to do it. So here's the CBS Sports article about the three ways to fix the Cowboys. Acquire another Pro Bowl caliber receiver. We know they wanted Brandon Cooks. Maybe those go ahead and spike up. I think your best bet is you draft a wide receiver. This is a sexy, sexy draft class when it comes to wideouts, baby. 
You want your guy from Ohio State is who you want. Yeah, I'd He's love from him. the colony. Where's he from? He's from Rockwall. Rock Rockwall, yeah. Yeah, and Smith I don't and look. I think teams would be foolish to let Six him slide foot, to twenty six if he is there and Jackson Smith and Jigba is sitting there. This dude was better than Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Don't overthink this, people. Okay, hmm. is he's, he soft tissue guy? He's going. Well, if he is, maybe, maybe he is. This past year, certainly the hammy got him. Yeah. All right, but previously he didn't have an issue with it. Yeah. So if you want to go base, based on one season, do that. If he's sitting there at 26, I'm not hesitating. There's nobody in the free agent class. It is pretty weak. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd love that idea. I drafted a guy. Uh, but I I would think that there's enough depth that you don't have to use the first round to find more quality. I, 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 I do want to throw out, we we need more for Dak, okay? Uh, it is it is time to seriously talk about Stephon Diggs. He he does you know he's not happy in Buffalo. These are the kind of moves that the Cowboys would That's make. That's what I was going to ask you. Go get a best player at his position. Hopkins. This is the most Dak friendly receiver possible in the NFL. If you move the twenty sixth pick for one of these wide receivers, it it has to be better than a wide receiver you're going to draft at twenty six. Yeah, especially I'm with you. if it's if it's Diggs, Adams, somebody like Hopkins, that. Hopkins, who you know wants out. Yeah. Yeah. To me, yeah. And that's a dude who's been awesome with no matter what quarterback he's got. You already know that those guys can play. Right. Yeah. Do you want to get into the situation where you drafted Tolbert right now and you're like going, oh, what do we just do? You know. So no, I, you can't afford that again. Yeah. That's a, not it. Not if you're going to draft one at 26. No. They'll probably believe in kicking it down, uh, kicking the can, and, and hoping Michael Gallup bounces back. But you get Michael Gallup to bounce back, and you go acquire one of those three guys that you mentioned, and now you can you can really have a 40-burger offense again. And you're going to have the option. I mean, there'll be guys in the second round that you could look at, you know, whether it's Rasheed Rice. I know you're not a huge fan uh, based on the speed, but I, he, I love no, him the from speed, SMU. He catches everything. He does. He, but there might be some off the fields. Oh, really? Jalen Hyatt, if he slips from from Tennessee, Tennessee, I mean, he could end up being the Justin Jefferson of this class. So the draft could be a way to do that as well. But I'm with you. Maybe explore the trade market. They did it last year. The other is you acquire another solid player at linebacker and corner opposite Micah and Trayvon Diggs. Now, linebacker, draft ain't going to do it for you. This is going to have to be free agency. So you got a Devin Bush who's going to be out there. Uh, maybe you just re-sign Leighton Vander Esch. But I think you're going to have to go and look at free agency if you want to address linebacker. I don't think the draft class is the way to do that. Corner, I do think the draft is the way to do that. Yeah, the corner can help in the draft. I wonder if they would look at Drew Sanders from Arkansas as a linebacker right around there where they're picking. That might not be a bad place to take him. Yeah. He's the best linebacker in the draft, and he's a local kid as well from Denton Ryan. Yep. Man, he was a monster beast. You want to talk about B. John Robinson being one of these uh, play any position? Wasn't that him? Wasn't yeah. he doing a bunch of quarterback in and tight end? At Ryan, and he like, was. Yeah. Wide receiver. He, he could play many Brian Urlacher Super was beast. like that at New Mexico. Yeah. Played all these different positions. He first went to Bama, then transferred to Arkansas, and he can do a little edge rush, but I think he's truly like a middle linebacker I type. I do too, yeah. And then you've got draft another offensive lineman in the first three rounds. And I'm always about replenishing the offensive line, and I do think you're going to need to do this because you have a question mark about Tyron. What happens with Terrence Steele? Are you able to get a contract worked out there? And then Connor McGovern is a free agent. And then the backups that you have drafted, Matt Willetsko, they like a lot. But, you know, you've got you've had the injury this year. 
So hopefully he's able to develop into something, but there's concerns. I think we've realized Josh Ball isn't an answer for you. No, he's not. Gonna that guy can't play. So I do think you're going to have to pump some fresh blood. It'll be really interesting to see how they manage free agency going into that, you know, because I assume you're going to do everything it takes to keep Steele. Be honest, you're going to lo- be looking for a deal that works for you. Now, if if he gets a big offer from somewhere else, then suddenly center is a big position of need. Do you want to bring Biotish back? He's sufficient. But is he a weapon at center? A few games, it was like, wow, his athleticism really came into play. But I don't think I want to lock into Biotish. You know, I'm looking at let's let's you know, but you you can't replace everybody on the offensive line. Now, going into that pick, if it's a left tackle, obviously you're moving on from Tyron Post June one, and you're mm-hmm. moving Tyler Smith to left guard permanently, right? Yeah. But I I think you have to be very open minded about what is likely going to be there at 26 and how it can give you a premium offensive line. That's how Jalen Hurts is here I'm with, with the best offensive line in football. Hey, you're holding Dak to a completely different set of standards to expect him to do that too. 100%. If you're hanging out there and somehow a Broderick Jones from Georgia, you know that's a name to Boy, just good consider. Player. Really good, too. athletic guy. Yep. If he if he slides to you, yep. he's a plug and play at left tackle and you yep. can kick Tyler Smith to guard. Yep. You know, just throwing out a scenario for you. But yeah. I, I think you're spot on there, Gavin. Offensive line to me is a position you never pass on if there's a guy there that you like and he's high on your board because you always win up front look at the team to your point look at the teams playing on conference championship sunday yeah you got a goddamn a really really Woo. good offensive line hot dang yeah uh hot, you know, darn it un- unfortunately you don't have joe burrow who can be like oh three replacement offensive linemen most pressure in the nfl back-to-back years let's go to the Super bowl again guys well, he's the only quarterback that does that yeah well tom brady speeds it up so quick that it doesn't That's matter fair. that his lineman yeah, yeah, but, it, but it's yeah, rare. Yeah. It's rare is the point. 100%. And, and that's been a Cowboy problem is is building your team around a quarterback that they looked at like he was one of these Burrow-Mahomes guys. And uh, when in reality, he's not. And that's okay. He's still very, very capable. But you're going to have to put a, a immense talent around him like you see pretty much every other team have to do with their quarterback if they're yeah. going to do substantial thing, playoff winning. The one thing this team has proven when they draft first-round offensive linemen, it tends to work out for them. It's very true. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a real big safety thing to you know safety net right there. They got a good them. eye for that. They do have a good eye for that. It's very very true. Yeah, and I think you have to weigh that, especially because late in the first round, it's going to be tough to find some positions. It's mm-hmm. tough to find quality late in the first round at edge, for example, at, yeah. at wide receiver. It is a lot more tricky than the top fifteen. But if you're taking offensive line late in the first round, the hit rate is through the roof still. It's as, you know, it's essentially, you know, as good as you can get as far as a sure thing. And they've done a fantastic job. I mean, I think a lot of people were, hey, the Tyler Smith pick, where the heck did this come from? But they did an excellent job in their scouting department to evaluate that. And it was a home run. All righty. Thank you, Wolchuk. There it is. Multiple ways to make this team better. As we start to take a look at the offseason, we are going to have some amazing uh, draft coverage for you once again, uh, leading up to that draft and all the way through it, of course, all, all seven rounds. Can the Cowboys still be successful if that guy is goners? Let's take a deep dive on how challenging it would be and some of the important things to know. It's next here. G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, GPAC Nation. Hope you're having a great day. You see the news, uh, Dan Quinn interviewing now with Arizona as well. So Denver, Indy, Arizona. Segment's brought to you by Soda. How big of a challenge would that be to still be good at defense if he leaves? You know, uh, and how concerning is it for you? They have led the league in takeaways two years in a row. And this year was awesome because they fixed so many things uh, d- during the season. They they turned around the run defense that I thought was, was Dunsky. They fixed a broken secondary uh, at the end of the year when it, when they led the league in giving up big plays for the last five weeks. They totally stopped that in the postseason, um, you know, and and then they they smacked them the Niners in the mouth for sixty minutes. That was a hell of a defensive performance against San Francisco, who bullied them last year. Dan Quinn turned it around, you know. Uh, and you give up one drive that required a, a miracle Kittle catch and three defensive penalties. That's how the Niners scored. So it seems pretty daunting to, to keep a good defense with without Dan Quinn. How how challenging does it would it would it be for you if you're a, a scout here and you're working on this? How important is the coach in your mind, Brian? I think the coach is huge, but I'd also think about, like I said, going out and getting somebody outside. I'd go get think about getting Vic Fangio. And I do it just because if people are starting to figure out what to do, how to play Micah Parsons, maybe I need some different ideas. Vic hmm. Fangio, see what he's done. Turn with, it into a blessing if you can go get another savant. Yeah, yeah Von go get yeah, Vaughn Miller, Chubb. They've always had really interesting pass rush guys in Denver when you know when he or, or Chicago, wherever he's been, mm-hmm. they've always had a way to attack you. And and I wonder if if all of a sudden you change over to maybe some different ideas, some different philosophies of how to play things, and now teams teams don't have a book on you. Now they're having to start over okay. with your personnel. I mean, we all know the personnel. Dan and this staff does a great job of taking the personnel and kind of moving them and moving them around and making. So you it work. put Fangio on like a Shanahan level of defensive minds. Yeah, I would. I would him. I think Brian Flores is another guy. 
that, you know, you look what he's done. He was with Belichick all those years. The Dolphins, the head coach, it didn't work out for him. He's just now been with Mike Tomlin at Pittsburgh for a year. You know, I'm players respect guys like those Brian Flores when they stand there and, you know, he, you know, you come off the field, he's willing to fight you, you know, that kind of guy. I, to me, I, I, and I love George Edwards. Trust me. I worked with George Edwards when I was with the Cowboys in the early 2000s. Him and Mike Zimmer and those guys. George is a great, great coach. But I'm, I'm kind of thinking about, I'm not interested in just staying the same. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in maybe turning this thing into something a little different. And maybe, maybe you could take a little bit of what you did, but maybe make it a little bit better with some, some other things. That's, the whole idea was to go out and get when you got Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn was the one that went out there and reinvented himself, right? Right. That's so, the thing. Man. So now do you have that opportunity with another coach from the outside? And and from your experience, Broadus, that's not that's not a skill set that most coaches have, right? No. The reinventing themselves, no, they, the not they being don't. stubborn to they what don't. it is yeah, I do. No, this is the no Dan we, Quinn's unique in that. Yeah, because he knew what what did what, this the two years that Dan Quinn has been with the Cowboys has made him even more valuable. 100%. Like the, nobody remembers about giving up a 28-3 lead. Some people, you know, they talk about it. But everybody talks about, man, you see that Dallas defense on tape? Sure. Right. Yeah, Dan Quinn. You see what he's doing with Michael it, Parsons? You any know? other coaches like this that you you know are available that match that Dan Quinn, or I guess you're putting Vic Fangio up I'm here? I'm putting Fangio in there. I'm putting Flores in there. I'm trying to think man. of some, guy, some guys that get – the teams that is anybody that's just got the their you know Carolina Steve Wilkes Steve Wilkes at Carolina is a pretty salty dude. He did a Players great job. Players love him. Yeah. Okay. You know that's that's the kind of that's the kind of route I would go. So it doesn't have to be bad if they hire the right coach. Right, because you hired Dan Quinn and it got better. Yeah. 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 It, there's like a, a Fangio guy that's established that's out there. And then I'm also interested in the idea of, of how quickly well, the game moves offensively. Look what, look what, I'm sorry to interrupt no, you're you, good. Just, but I, I have to do this or I'll forget it. Look what, look what Wink Martindale did with the Giants. Yeah. I mean, the Giants, the, the Giants, Patrick Graham with the Giants was pretty good under the Joe Judge administration. Remember, they were, they were good. They were just terrible on offense. Mm-hmm. But then you have these players. And all of a sudden, you bring Wink Martindale in there, and the Giants are playing much better. Yeah, They're playing much better on defense. See, that's what I'm saying. You get sometimes you get that guy that the players just totally buy into. Yeah, totally buy into. Yeah, and I I I think what Dan Quinn figured out though was that in this league you can't have a system, and I think that's kind of what you were getting ready to talk about, Chiafalo. It's the flexibility. You can have basically what you believe in yeah. and a foundation for your system. You got to have something you hang your hat on, but you have to be flexible inside that system to build something possibly every week or to shift that foundation in the over the course of an off season to match an upcoming trend. And a lot of coaches you know uh want to believe like everything that's been invented about the game that's important has already been invented right and i just need to teach my guys to execute what i know to be the best right system and that's a trap you know and a lot of those guys can make it sound damn good when they're talking right. about yeah it. like a guy like lovey smith who's getting texted in like that's a dude who is running his base defense that's not a guy that See, i think lovey's really a name adjusting. yeah it's i'm saying lovey's a name but like i say i'm i'm I respect Lovey. I really, really do. But that to me, Lovey is that's Rod Marinelli to me. 
Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe a, you know, a little. That, that's I the, agree with you. That's the Rod Marinelli influence. And I, and I, I respect Rod Marinelli. I just kind of thinking something that the Cowboys haven't seen. You know, what's yeah. interesting is if Dan Quinn were to go to Denver, they had a great defense this year. And mm-hmm. their defensive coordinator is a young guy. He's interviewing for the Houston Texans job right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know what happens with him and his situation. I think it's Ivaro is, yeah. is his last name. But, I mean, if he's available, that'd be an interesting name to maybe bring in and just talk with. If he gets, if Ivaro gets put on the street, he's going to get snapped up. Absolutely. Who's this guy? They have arguably the Denver. Best. Denver. Oh, Denver. Yeah, 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 Denver's Denver. defensive coordinator. Gosh. Young, up-and-coming head coach. Players love him, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a guy that's getting opportunities already for head coaching interviews. I don't think he's going to get any of them, but if they end up with a new head coach, they might want to move on, and he ends up on the streets. That's a great candidate for you. Well, especially if that new head coach is a Dan Quinn or a defensive guy that's exactly. got his deal. And so, yeah, that would make a ton of sense. And I like that idea of a, a younger mind. We see all these young offensive minds, and we see how the game has changed offensively. And teams are so different now, week to week, when you talk about the adaptability. And we're going to get get into that a little bit in a few minutes when we talk about what we've learned from the teams that are still remaining in, in the mm-hmm. playoffs here. And and the adaptability of your defensive coordinator is so big, and it's it it's partially what you see on a week to week basis. Hey, some teams got running quarterbacks now, but not everybody does. Yeah. So yeah. what I play against you one week is not the same as the next week. It's not as uniform. Where every quarterback's a drop back passer, every team likes to kind of run the ball relatively the same. Unless you're a Shanahan, things are different now, and so you have all these different spins on these offensive philosophies and and coaches being willing to adapt offensively to the players they have okay I got a a mobile quarterback let's lean into that a little bit but that's not every single week but then there's also the idea and what Dan Quinn did so well this year my own resources are leaving me daily through injury and whatever else and so how am I using my own ingredients to make up for what my team continuously like my week one defense is not the same as my week eight defense from a personnel standpoint and it sure as heck is not the same as my week 18 defense and so being able to adapt on the fly that way as well has been extremely impressive from Dan Quinn. Okay, fine, I'm losing corners all over the place. We might, you know, have to it might be struggle a couple of weeks and then boom, uh, uh going to come in here and he's going to fix that thing. He's going to get it figured out. And so that is that is not easily replaceable. No, no not ultimately at all. going back to the question, losing Dan Quinn is going to freaking suck hard. And maybe you get Fangio, maybe you get lucky on a young, uh, rising, uh, up and coming dude. But that's what it's going to take. You move on from Mike McCarthy to make sure that you don't lose that guy. I am. I am. I am. You want to go on record on that one? I'm down. I'll go on record for it. If Dan Quinn is willing to be my head coach, boom, I got my defense figured out. I trust Dan Quinn to go get an offensive coordinator the same way when Atlanta he went and got Kyle Shanahan. I would trust that. I like it. Yeah, both guys are so impressive to me. I said in the opening segment, if that's what you want to do, I'd be okay with it. You know, I'm not going to stand up and, and, and on a table and, and insist that we go in an opposite direction. I think you have two great head coaching options right now with this football team. Yeah, I, I'm to the point, though, like I said earlier, I, I think it was yesterday was – like, listen, if you're Jerry Jones and you ask the question of Dan Quinn, who would you, if you were to be hired, who would you, who would be your OC? And if you, and if he tells you a guy that's better than what Mike McCarthy yeah. is saying for his OC, and you feel that strongly about Dan Quinn, yeah, 
to me, I, and you're my, thinking maybe long term. That would team, definitely be the tiebreaker. My fear yeah. is yeah. that guy is Brian Schottenheimer, and I don't think that's a very good Joe Philbin. My, if Mike McCarthy says somebody for, from inside his social circle, yeah. you know that he's going to feel comfortable with, you know, and, and not the best possible candidate, then that would be an absolute tiebreaker in that kind of situation. And, and just to reiterate it even more on the broadcast, Greg Olson relaying a conversation that he had with Kyle Shanahan, who was on staff with Dan Quinn in Atlanta, saying, "Yeah, you know, all the familiar." And Shanahan's like, yeah, not really. I used to know everything this guy did. He's a he's a different defensive coordinator now. How many coaches can you say that about? Five years ago, he was he was one thing, and now he's evolved to another. Well, he Very knew he few. had to do it to get a, a gig. Yeah, and respect to him that he yeah. did it though, because no, most coaches don't. Well, they just continue to shove the your square head peg coach, into the round hole, yeah. and this is what I do, and yeah. that's he, it. Your head coach talked about going out on the farm and reinventing himself and all that stuff and like he, that. And he, I, I, did he? I don't really know. He's, the, back the proof is in playoffs, the pudding with yeah. Dan Quinn. Yeah. He knew that would make a great story. Yeah, uh, no, he certainly did. Pelissero was loving that thing. Yeah, it was, but I do it, think this offensive coordinator hire is is vital. I mean, we've spent well, a lot they of time. They haven't got rid of the Kellen Moore yet. Yeah, but I, I mean, think that I that's, shouldn't say yet. I'm sorry. The, the, we're worried about Dan Quinn if he gets one of these head coaching jobs. I think the Kellen Moore thing you need to move on from. I think a lot of people would like that right now, but boy, this this you know this Cowboys team is loves their continuity and loves status quo. And they rarely agree with what the outside says. Yeah, you know, Your if they if they not getting better, if they haven't made a move now, it doesn't necessarily mean they're not going to. But every day that goes by with Kellen Moore at the job, it has to increase the probability that he stays by five to ten percent. Okay, uh, it is the G Bag Nation here on one zero five three The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for making us part of it. Brian and Bobby are still doing the Love of the Star podcast, by the way. And wherever you get your podcast, you can get that. It's it's the number one podcast in all of the NFL and happens to be a Cowboys podcast, so you know it's the best. Now, when we return, Chia Follow, where are we heading? Yeah, we have uh, the things that the final four teams remaining in the NFL playoffs, what did they teach us? That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you very much, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. It's time now for Eric Chiafalo to give us some lessons from the four remaining NFL football teams. Here he is, the Chief. Yeah, uh, 877-881-1053. What do you feel like you've uh, you, you've learned from, from these final four teams? If anything, like I would say with San Francisco, holy smokes, man. We talk about Joey Bosa all the time, but it's that gosh dang Fred Warner that was just ticking me right off for three hours on Sunday. He's everywhere. Holy yes, he smokes. Is. Man, I mean, and we talk about the play where Dak throws it to Lamb, and he probably should have thrown it to T.Y. Hilton. But we also just have to respect the play where Fred Warner's in yeah. like an opposite A or B gap, on the he's mugging, and then Old he's sprinting two, yeah. all the way back yeah. to cover what we all consider to be a bona fide number one stud beast receiver in City Lamb. Not only like, will he make better plays than your linebacker, but also like some of your defensive linemen, some of your safeties. He'll yeah. outplay them at their positions too. Like Incredible. He's, I'm comfortable saying he's one of the best linebackers I've ever seen play. The versatility that he plays with. When he came out of uh, uh, BYU, he was one of those guys that can always cover. Hmm. That was the thing that you noticed more when you watched his tape is 
and he played at the he, very least. He's a third down linebacker. Yeah, you're thinking because he can run. He's super smart. Yeah, that's the thing that these coaches last week were telling me. Like, oh, it's Fred Warner. You know, you try and trick him. You try and run at him. Try and do this that. He's so smart. But the thing that you notice about him at BYU was how he can run, how he can close space quickly, and then how he can and how he finished and tackled and you know I mean he's sideline to sideline never dude, comes off rangy. the field guy never comes yeah. off and Drain Greenlaw is a beast too yeah. he the plays right next they've to done him. a great job with that they really yeah. have Nick Bosa and those two are freaks yeah bro those two, both those linebackers are menacing absolutely menacing Greenlaw is coming to smack he you really is. every time and Warner Warner had Warner. a huge hit uh, coming across the field, I think it was on Lamb at one point, where he's like, man, oh, this dude is God. just vicious. He's violent. He's athletic. It was, and we all know Fred Warner's a beast, but watching that for three hours was like, oh, man, this is this is next-level kind of stuff. And Joey Bosa's the headliner. Nick. Or Nick. Nick Bosa. Gosh dang it. Uh, I do that we, a, we lot. Need to have a We should have had a fine, some sort of fine coin system jar. last week. Yeah, or coin jar or whatever it may be. I didn't be, think but it was bad as it was going to be. With Warner? Yeah, well, no, no, Just with the Joey proposed, and Nick yeah, thing. The Joey and Nick thing, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, and I didn't even realize the text has already been crushing me. I guess I probably said Joey ten times. Maybe you opened it up with Joey, yeah. Wonderful. But it's okay. That's all they heard. I they got didn't you, hear buddy. any of my love for Fred Warner. They just heard Joey Bosa. That's all they heard. And they can't get his that that chin and that nose. Nick's out of their way better brain. than Joey now. Yeah, uh, in all facets. So here's what the ringer is alleging we've learned from the final four remaining teams. And I think you can agree with some of this stuff, and some of it you might say, yeah, well, it's also, uh, what, Pat Mahomes or whatever. But uh, <laughs> we'll start with the Eagles, and they taught us that the value of playing 11-on-11 in the run game uh, with, the, on the with, with, with the dimension of the Jalen Hurts running abilities and and having a guy that's also and and Jalen Hurts was the runner last year and he wasn't much the thrower and then he evolved and they evolved around him with talent and scheme to propel him in the passing game as well mm-hmm. and it makes the Eagle offense so dang hard to defend because if he could only run then he's the Eagles of last year and yeah you'll win a bunch of regular season games and then you'll show up in Tampa in round one and you'll get boat raced because yeah. your quarterback's not quite good enough to do both but now he is and that's a credit to him and it's a credit to them and the challenge that it it does because to account for the extra potential ball carrier teams are dropping safeties in the box play one high coverages that offenses of course love to see and so then it becomes you create a more passer friendly environment there and so this is the evolution of it we're going to start seeing it Justin Fields was that this year these quarterbacks that can really really run and eventually I think it's going to be a huge like status quo it is a it's a massive advantage and that's exactly what I was thinking about as you were talking about that is how surprising it is that there you know you have Joe Burrow emerging without the ability to run as maybe the second or third best quarterback in the game and it's obviously very very helpful if you can run but it's not necessary Mm -hmm. and between the two like a guy that only ran or a guy that only throws the guy that only throws is still the better player but guys that can't dominate throwing guys that won't be starters throwing guys that aren't pro bowlers throwing if you run, now you're putting yourself in the conversation. And I, I think it's got to become the status quo for every team that doesn't have an elite pocket quarterback. Right. Like, you you can't go average pocket quarterback. You're, you're Dunsky, mm-hmm. you know. But um, 
but average thrower who can also run can put up numbers along with the MVP candidates. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that, that's an exciting place to be because more guys can play winning football now, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And the shelf life of these guys, you know, you'll start to see come down. But for a few years stretch or whatever, yeah, I'll just lean on the legs of my guy. He's still good enough to pass. And gosh, what an advantage that is, dude. What do you think that Joe Burrow's best trade is when you watch him play? I mean, his accuracy is unbelievable. His pocket awareness is pretty dang good. And his processing is super strong. I think I, mean, the, I think the processing and seeing the field is probably the best thing he does. Yeah, yeah. He, you got to have but it. He's also to, accurate as freak. Where are the windows going to be? Yeah, and ninety-five percent of quarterbacks can't see that a window is about saying. to break open. Right yeah, there, he's got his anticipation yeah. is next level, and it just his pocket, his poise in the pocket is. I mean, nothing rattles him. He's not phased by anything. I just think his eyes never leave downfield. And he has an ability to stay on the move while looking downfield. Like, yeah. you don't have to be fast if you can be evasive while also tracking what's going on downfield. Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really impressive what he's got going on. Okay, so the Niners have taught us that uh, they write the best offenses live in the middle of the field. And that's something you see and have seen for years in the passing game for Kyle Shanahan and if you look back at all his quarterbacks Jimmy Garoppolo everything is from a passing game standpoint over the middle of the field and it's at different different levels different depths but they crush you over the middle of the field and Brock Purdy's been no different you saw McDaniels take it from San Francisco into Miami and and use it where all season long until different teams started to get get the hang of it a little bit. Tua and and Hill, Tua and Waddle, just in-breaking routes at every depth, yeah. and it was just dominant, 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 dominant. And no one's really figured out how to stop it with Shanahan. It, it, whether he's got Garoppolo, Purdy, it's like that's how they do it. And next-gen stats tell you Brock Purdy threw 177 of his 214 passing yards targeting in-breaking routes in the 49ers game versus the Cowboys. So, I mean, and when you look at it since week 13, Brock Purdy on in-breaking routes, fourth in next-gen stats passing score, first in expected points added. He just has this incredible ability, Shanahan does, to create these throwing windows in in the middle of the field. It's the mesh. It, it, it's, it's very, very special the way he's able to do it. And so what you see is... Uh, He's, their offense is consistently dominating and moving the ball down the field and making it easy on his quarterback. Hey, you don't have to go outside the numbers, bro. I'm going to set up the windows all right here in front of you. You just put it put it where it needs to be. And they, with the way they design their passing concepts, these wide receivers, a Brandon Ayuk who ain't that special. Let's be real; he's got great yak ability. He's got he's always wide open because his play caller has a has found a way to get dudes open at a very consistent rate. Well, and as a quarterback, harder throws naturally outside the numbers. Yeah, more arm strength. It's easier to throw the football over the middle typically, especially when you have these receivers that are getting so well, wide open. It's by easy, the but picks. but also there's a degree of difficulty with the accuracy and throwing to where the guy is running to. And that's diff. Getting him on the move, sure. Having that ball laid out there with the perfect amount of pace in the spot is tough to do. You yeah, know? and it, Nick Mullins can't do it when no. Kyle Shanahan has to use no. him, or uh, who was the CJ other Beathard. one? Beathard, Beathard is another yeah. guy. Hey, you can't do it, but I can take a seventh round guy, or I can take a pretty average, as we'd all mentioned, Jimmy Garoppolo, 
and get it done there. Yeah. I just can't do it with the worst of the worst, which is a Mullen or a Bethard or whatever. And the reward is you also get your players catching the ball on the move. So, I mean, the yak isn't all about their athleticism. It's about the play design that lets you catch it, being able to see where the defenders are, not staring back at the quarterback and mm-hmm. being on the move. Uh, they say the Chiefs taught us that you don't need to throw downfield to be explosive uh, because when you look at, yeah. at Pat Mahomes, okay, you don't have Tyree Kill anymore. How does that change things? It certainly does, but Mahomes adapted, and he's been seeing the too high coverage for many, you know, for a couple of years now. So he's had to understand, okay, I got to I gotta be more quick processor guy at times, get the ball out quick underneath stuff, and that's what he's done this year, and they're still just as dominant as ever offensively. And I would say it goes back to your quarterback, Mahomes, on this one. No I'm question. Like, yeah, of course, you can get away with it when your quarterback has the ability to be the best on the planet. And when you have Travis Kelsey, who is their number one receiver. Boom. That's a that's that, a great point as that well. That comes down to OC, though. That's that's Andy Reid and enemy though, right? Isn't sure. that? No, no question. You, you have a much tighter space, and you got to design things to hatch guys open and you're going to have a split second to hit it with the right timing. So I think a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that the Cowboys need is being demonstrated by other teams. And then finally, the Bengals taught us what we've kind of been talking about with Dan Quinn, which is that the best defense is an adaptable one. Mm. Modern problems require modern solutions. In today's NFL, we're seeing an increasingly diverse array of offensive systems. It's becoming more and more difficult to get by without a defensive coordinator who's willing to adapt to the opponent. Offenses have too many buttons to press for defenses to sit in the same personnel grouping, same fronts, all these different things. And so, uh, and, and, the Bengals and Lou Anaromo have done that this year, and it really dates back to last year as well. When you go look at all the top quarterbacks they've faced, they found a way to make them a shell of themselves. And the way you play Mahomes is not the same way you play Allen, is not the way you the same way you play Herbert or name that badass quarterback. And so they're giving a ton of credit to the DC in Cincinnati. And he's got really good players, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And you can still win defensively if you are a Niners team who's got dominance uh, from a personnel standpoint almost all over the field. Yeah. Then you can be D'Amico Ryan and say, matter. hey, we do our couple of things. That goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. But he, he didn't figure out Cooper Rush. Lou didn't figure out Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush oh, took yeah. him to he took him to task. <laughs> That's a good. You remember call. that week too? I do. I'll never forget it. Cooper Rush, that Cincinnati best quarterback games I've seen man, in a long what, time. Whatever. He had no answer for him. Cowboys <laughs> are close, man. But by the time we get to the Super Bowl, they might be able to say they beat both both contenders. I'd say so. I yeah. love that idea. Yeah. You know what? I just they were just up on the screen. They showed the fourth and five play. It was six minutes left in the third. Oh, you got to go for that, man. Of course. Yeah, no kidding, yeah. bro. You got to go for that. Thank Jeez. you, Chief. Uh, it is the G-Bank Nation. There you have it. Lessons from the final <laughs> four teams remaining. Brian Baldinger joins us next here in the G-Bank Nation. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.